Hey guys, hey guys, good morning. All right, let's do it. I am so happy that we are finally embarking on this real estate investing video series. This has been something that I have been wanting to do for the longest time. And it seriously, honestly took us all being stuck at home and for me to kind of like put a pause on the day-to-day -day craziness to start just sitting down and filming this content that I'm really hoping is going to make a difference for you guys. So welcome. This is the first video in a series which I am planning to title Real Estate Investing in Your 20s and 30s. Interrupting here with an update guys, since filming 10 episodes of this series already since getting started, I realized that this content is actually relevant to people that are over their 30s. So I think I'm just going to name this podcast for now at least Real Estate Investing in New York and see what happens. This is just an introduction video. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about who I am, where I'm from, what I do, what I've accomplished so far, just to introduce myself to any of you who don't know me personally yet. A little introduction of who I am. I am from Brooklyn. I was born and raised in South Brooklyn in a neighborhood called Sheepshead Bay. We don't have towns in Brooklyn, we have neighborhoods. That neighborhood is not far from Coney Island Beach, which you might be familiar with if you're not that familiar with South Brooklyn. Um, so where I'm from was maybe like a 15 minute walk to the beach in Coney Island. My first real experience with Manhattan and New York City was during my college years. I went to Pace University, which is located in the financial district of Manhattan. I went to Pace for four years. I studied advertising and digital design and I loved it there. I was introduced to Lower Manhattan, grew to really love the neighborhood. I met my now husband, John, at Pace in my second year of school. You probably know John from my social media and his little forays into my videos that I've already shared on my channel. To this day, John and I still live downtown in the financial district. We love this area. It's kind of like our college stomping grounds, but also we've just grown to love all of the local neighborhood businesses around here and all of the developments that are going on right now. We just have such a passion for it. We've been down here now for, I want to say like 12 years. Rewind a little bit. After I graduated college, I went straight into working in advertising, which is what I studied. So I went right into advertising agencies. I was working at global agencies on really large pieces of business, working on global advertising campaigns with some of the largest companies in America. Um, and that was super, super interesting. It was very exciting, but I didn't feel all that fulfilled doing that business. I got my first apartment in this city after graduating from Pace and it was on Wall Street. It was a studio and I love that apartment so much. 
I still show it now that I'm in real estate. I show that building and I'm just like, it brings back all the memories of my first apartment. It was just such an amazing place. Anyway, I transitioned my career into real estate in 2017 and my passion for the industry was partly sparked by my first New York City real estate purchase. I want to tell you a little bit about how I purchased my first apartment in the city and how it ended up turning into an investment property. I loved living in Manhattan. Right from the beginning of living in the city, I just loved the convenience factor. Literally everything you could ever want is right outside your door. You don't need a car necessarily. The constant hustle and bustle. Everything's in walking distance. The stores are always open. It never gets dark. You never get bored. It's just like constant chaos. Absolutely loved it. Fell in love with it immediately. Obviously renting an apartment in the city was very expensive and I didn't want to continue throwing my money away in rent per se. I would have much rather my money that I was spending be going towards an investment. I knew I really wanted to figure out a way to um, purchase an apartment in the city and kind of get my savings and portfolio going in that respect. I wanted to invest in lower Manhattan. I really, really wanted to do it as soon as possible because I knew that there was a lot of growth that was about to be happening downtown. There was Hurricane Sandy hadn't happened too much earlier and there was a lot of growth that was coming in. New restaurants were coming in, new malls were coming in. So I just saw all that was occurring and I really just wanted to get in on this neighborhood and kind of like put my stamp on it and be able to say I own something down here back when it was a little bit more affordable. My budget at the time could not afford me something that I really pictured myself living in, especially long term. But I still really wanted to make an investment in some way. I found myself searching for properties to live in. I felt fearful about the pressure of having to identify a permanent or even a semi-permanent place that I would call home. Like really just committing to a place was so hard for me um, because I was still so young and I didn't know where I was going to end up in life and what my taste was going to be and if I was going to you know, hate a place right after I bought it. Like these are all things that you kind of think about when you're making a big purchase. Even like certain features that I really wanted in my home, I just couldn't find at my price point. Like out private outdoor space I really wanted and a fireplace I really wanted. And semi-modern appliances that I didn't feel were gonna break like right after we closed. Like, you know, these were things that I really wanted in a home that it was very difficult to find in my price range. I was very fearful of needing to maintain an older apartment. I just didn't know what the cost would be and, you know, all of the unexpected issues that might arise. It was just very difficult to nail down a place. But after truly a year of searching, I ended up looking at a gorgeous luxury building downtown. It had a modern renovation. It had amenities and I fell in love with it as soon as I saw it. This apartment was a place that I liked enough that if I had to live in it I would totally be fine with it but I later ended up choosing to rent it out to a tenant. So there it was my first investment in real estate and it was a rental property. I'm gonna touch on this next subject briefly just because I actually get so many questions about it. A lot of people on Instagram message me about this all the time. 
So I just want to cover it really quickly on my transition into real estate. Ultimately, I was raised to follow a plan. So it was choose what you're going to study in college, study it, and then get a job in the field and just commit to it, you know, like climb the ranks, just stick with it through the ups and the downs and ultimately, you know, achieve success from persistence and sticking to a field. I had been doing advertising for several years. I was doing great. I was excelling at the job. I was getting my regular promotions and raises. That wasn't an issue. But what irked me about that type of office job was that I was required to sit down with a director to get those raises, you know, based on a subjective review to see if I was worthy of more salary and if there was even budget for that increase. It felt like there was a little bit of a ceiling. I really looked at the role that I would be stepping into, like three levels above my own in the advertising office environment. And I didn't like that job. Like it didn't appeal to me. I didn't want to do it. So I was like, well, if the position three levels above mine is not the one for me, then why am I in this industry anyway? Like, why am I here? Aside from the fact that I didn't like being stuck in an office, I kind of wanted to be, you know, doing something a little bit more active. I didn't want to just be another resident of New York kind of going through the motions. I really wanted to connect with people on a deeper level and know behind what was every single door in the city and just feel like a real like critical part of the city versus just like an accessory. Real estate always appealed to me. I always loved looking at apartments online. I always loved helping my friends find apartments and I always wanted to do it as a career. It was just a really big scary step to step out of a salaried position, obviously into a commission-based field. Mostly everyone I knew, my friends and my family, were very hesitant when I discussed with them going into real estate. A lot of people that I talked to expressed that they saw me as more, like more than just a real estate agent or someone that just like opens the doors, which is what many people's view is of an agent. If you have a higher education, like why would you leave? this industry to go into real estate. But I just knew, I just felt in my gut that it was the right thing to do. So the scariest thing I ever did was leave my salaried position for a fully commission-based job in real estate at the age of 27. But as soon as I did, I had an entire mindset shift. My outlook towards everything changed. My relationship with work changed. I became way more confident and I feel like I really just came into my own and became like my own truly authentic self, if you could say that, I guess. Since becoming a real estate agent, I have not looked back. I absolutely love it. I learned so much than I ever dreamed I would just in my initial year in the business. I started out with no personal book of business and no experience in the industry. Um, thankfully, I started my career in real estate out at a firm that was absolutely perfect for a brand new agent. I really full, took full advantage of all the training and opportunities that were made available to me at this company. And I 
ran with it. I was able to complete over 20 transactions on my own in my first year. Those were mostly all sales transactions. And I won myself the title of number one agent on my team of 50 agents at the first company that I worked at. So I had a strong start in the real estate industry and I just grew to love it. I grew to love it immediately. Now I work within the Douglas Elliman brokerage. I've had the opportunity to grow. This year I was named a rising star along with a small selection of agents from Douglas Elliman offices across the country. What I find the coolest about the real estate industry is that the principles that you learn in this industry are so relevant to everyone, no matter what industry you work in. Just life skills. like how to win in a negotiation, what to know in the banking world, what's going on in the market, understanding home valuations, how to identify the best investments and tons of legal fundamentals, even where to rent an apartment in the city and how to go about it. Before becoming an agent, I was totally missing out on this knowledge. And these are the kinds of principles that I want to share with you guys. There are a couple of other sources online that are sharing information on investing in real estate, but no one is really doing it in the level of detail that I'm going to be providing coming from the point of view of a New York based real estate agent who is in the nitty gritty of the market every single day. If you're looking to get into investing in real estate, in the New York area. This is really the biggest piece of the puzzle. Getting your facts and your knowledge from someone who's an expert in the area. I think that a lot of real estate agents kind of sometimes feel like they want to keep the information that they know or maybe like their little tips and tricks like just for their own private work with their own clients. I really want to bring more truly honest information to everyone and to help more people achieve their goals. There are so many topics that I'm going to be covering in my upcoming videos and I'm going to list some of them here for you just so you can get an idea of what I'm going to be covering in this video series and please, after you hear these topics that I'm going to cover, Please also comment or message me if there's anything that's not included here. This isn't the full list, it's a start. And if there's anything that you're interested in learning that is not listed here, I can guarantee I can cover it. I will create a video about any topics that you wanna know more about. All of the information that I'm gonna be providing in these videos is specifically tailored to the processes and policies in New York State. New York is where I'm licensed and I focus my business in Manhattan and Brooklyn. I also do some work in Queens. I know how it works in Queens. So that city area is really what I'm going to be covering here. And the cool thing is that that's often what is left out of a lot of other real estate investment materials because condos and co-ops, even townhouses in New York and Brooklyn are really like their own beast and they're so different than anything you have to really analyze 
in a typical transaction that's outside of the New York metro area. A lot of other resources online provide tools that actually wouldn't really work in New York or Manhattan. Um, or just scenarios that aren't all that applicable. Some of the topics I plan to cover include primary residence versus a rental property, what you need to be qualified for both, and how to purchase both, and how do each of those affect you. My personal approach to real estate investing, when and how to save money negotiating, how to strengthen your offer without giving away more money, how to compare different property types, what are the differences between a condo and a co-op, how does the approval process differ? How does the application process differ? What are each of their strengths and weaknesses with respect to what you're planning on using the property for? The property purchase process, the mortgage loan process, various different types of loans, how to get approved for a loan if you don't have a ton of savings, how to best work with a real estate agent, building the best team to help you with your purchase, how to calculate gross and net income on your investment property, market trends, potential neighborhood opportunities and how to identify them, common hangups and things to watch out for, managing property, and also info for renters. These are some of the biggest concepts that I am going to put into video. Thinking of sharing every Wednesday and Friday a new video, but I also don't know if those are the ideal days. So if you guys have an opinion on that, also please let me know. If you made it to the end of this video, thank you so much. I'm so excited to get this going. And of course, like the format and the style of the video might change as this grows. So far, I think we're headed in a good direction. Please, if you are interested in this and if you would like to be notified when I post a new video, please subscribe. I would love for this to be really collaborative. Any topics that you want me to cover on this, comment and let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Downtown Native. I'm always on Instagram posting a lot of real estate stuff, lifestyle stuff, just behind the scenes stuff, like silly things with John, with my dog Minnie, and follow me here. And you won't miss anything. See you guys soon.